You're listening to the RUV English podcast. To hear more and for all the news from Iceland in English, just head to ruv.is slash English. Welcome to the Ruv English podcast. My name is Darren Adam. Thanks very much for your company. We sit here for our conversation today on the 22nd of March on the cusp of the Stockfish Film Festival in Reykjavik. It's the film industry's festival in Iceland, founded in 2015 but i suppose it has its roots a little bit further back than that so let's look ahead and i'll also look back briefly as well we've got carolina salas the managing director and hrun christine dotir who's the artistic director of the festival welcome to you both welcome to the roof english thank podcast. you thank you so much let's just examine that history a little bit as i say this particular festival goes back to 2015 but it has its roots going back to the the 70s doesn't it originally yeah it does uh, have its root in uh, 78 i think uh, founded by uh, frederick thor fredriksson it was called kvikmyndahátíð i reykjavík back then and then it was revived uh, in uh, 2015 Okay, and Carolina, what would you say is the purpose of it now then as we sit here in 2023? What does the festival seek to do? Um, the festival is basically set up as a space for the industry to take actions and to build bridges between the foreign and domestic um, film industry. Okay, now we'll come to the Icelandic part of that in a bit because one of the strands of this is the the work in progress strand which I guess flags up some of the work that's currently taking place by Icelandic creators. But this, of course, is also mainly about bringing films from other parts of the world to Iceland as well. So all of these films we can see in bio-parodies, firstly. That's correct. Yeah. We have also some screenings and new narratives programs at the Nordic House. OK. And there's also like little events and concerts related to the new narratives program curated by Physical Cinema on Mengi and around town. OK, so the first film, the launch film of the festival is when? It's tomorrow. And that's the 23rd of March. That's correct. OK, so tell me about the film that opens the festival. The, um, the film that opened the festival is Panfer by Dimitro Sulkoliski Sobchuk. It's, uh, it's a story set in western Ukraine mm. on the eve of a traditional carnival and it's the story of a father and a son that like get together after a long absence and... Um, it's kind of like a story of reconnecting with travel past and family issues and also, you know, how you take decisions and where are the risk mm. and consequences of those. And, and obviously everyone's thoughts in the world with Ukraine at the moment. Was, was the um, origin of that film a consideration? Uh, of course, like everybody's mind is with uh, Ukraine uh, at this moment in any field, uh, be it film or something else. But uh, this film is first and foremost a great film mm, uh, mm. by a first-time director and a first-time producer. And uh, uh, it uh, premiered in Cannes, so it's really uh, a film worth seeing. Yeah, but also I think testament to the fact that it is still possible for that kind of work to take place in a country which is in such a difficult situation as Ukraine, because this film is from last year, from, from 2022. This is a country at war, a country that's been invaded, and yet there is still creative work coming from it. Yeah, yeah, and the director, actually, he's in, in Ukraine now. He's still documenting uh, life in, in Ukraine. OK. I mean, the film um, kind of uh, revised the biblical myth of Abraham, and also kind of set it's set up in the U Ukrainian carnival of Malanka. So he's kind of revising the whole story of Ukraine through the film. 
Okay. Now, the festival runs until the 2nd of April. You've got films showing, I think, every day between uh, between the 23rd and the, the 2nd. Um, there's a couple of films that caught my attention. I, I just uh, This is purely my choice, so I want to get your thoughts on these. Um, I'm attracted to The Rise and Fall of Comrade uh, Zilo, or Zilo, which is based on an Albanian novel. It's set in the Soviet Union regime during the 1970s, described as a comedy and a drama, because I think with totalitarian regimes, particularly historical ones. There is, along with all the horror, a sort of absurd comedy there as well, isn't there? Yes, there is, absolutely. It's, uh, um, I think it's, um, it speaks really well into the uh, current situation in the world in many yeah. ways. Yeah. Is, is that a film, Carolina, that you're looking forward to, to seeing shown here? Oh, definitely, also, because we have... Um, I mean, we have two people coming and representing the film. There's the director, Fatmir Kotsi, and then we have the producer, Mike Downey, who is actually our honorary award of the year. So he will be also uh, representing and receiving the, the honorary award of Stockfish 2023, which is uh, given to a person for an outstanding contribution to the film industry. So we're really happy to have him over. I mean, mm-hmm. Mike has been involved in the Icelandic film industry for 20 years, and he's been part of the FAS. I mean, he's the chair of FA, right, Horon? Yes. And, the uh, European Film Academy, Academy sure. who mm. took like place here in Iceland in December. So it's kind of closing the circle. He's really happy to be with us and bringing his film okay. to the audience. Well, we sit here in the relatively far north. There's a film from the far south which has also attracted my attention. This is White on White, a video diary kept by someone while staying at the Polish Antarctic station. It's been described as a fascinating and frequently baffling video diary from Antarctica about penguins and artificial intelligence. Who wouldn't be drawn in by that description? (laughs) (laughs) That's right. I mean, uh, the director, Vieras, is really... She's such an innovative creator, you know, because she makes all kind of genders and narratives. So she does, like, documentary with, like, uh, fiction, and then she puts, like, AI and, like, all kinds of, like, mixed uh, different storylines together. And that's just to start with. It's really outstanding. Mm. And... yeah, so sorry. I think maybe her work. Uh, I mean, they sort of um, they build the bridge between uh, a documentary and a narrative. Harun, how do you all go about choosing the films? Because I, I, I guess you're going to get submissions from all over the world. All sorts of filmmakers will want to have their films shown as part of the festival. How do you make those decisions? So this year we sort of uh, decided to uh, uh, to form uh, what we call Stockfish Corners. So we have uh, like uh, uh, films that have been nominated. Uh, first corner would be the looks corner, and those are films that have not been shown in Iceland but mm. were nominated for these awards. Then we had the um, the EFA corner with uh, with nominated films and win- award winning films from the European Film Awards, also not been shown here. And then uh, two recent uh, uh, films uh, in the Sundance corner like from Sundance now in January. Mm-hmm. So this is sort of how we built it. And then we have, uh, then we have a focus on Slovakia. Then we have, we have like five films from there. Yes. And uh, then we have a retrospective of um, uh, Jerzy Skolomowski, who's, who did the, the EO. It's just a film about the donkey. It's a homage to uh, Presence uh, Balthasar. 
And how important, Carolina, is it, and you touched on this, how important is it to establish and strengthen those connections between Icelandic filmmakers and filmmakers from other parts of the world? I mean, um, I think Iceland is um, it's up in the game when it comes to the film industry. You know, there's more and more productions coming over here. Mm. And also we're building, like, new studios and the crews are being trained. So big productions can take part solely here without importing any crews from mm-hmm. from all of the big broadcasters or, or big studios. And uh, most of the films that are happening in the latest years are like traveling the world and being represented in most of the main film festivals. And mm-hmm. um, that's kind of remarkable for such a small industry. Mm-hmm. And in a way, we want to build bridges for the rest of the industry to also come here. Yeah. I think it's also very important that we as filmmakers in Iceland uh, sort of uh, stand uh, guard, you know, uh, to the domestic output. As, uh, like, the big international studios, they obviously have a lot more money than Mm. uh, the European films. So uh, not to be overflowed with those, even though it's good to have them, you know, we still need to sort of really keep uh, our domestic output and mm. our collaboration with Europe really we have to ta- you know take really good care to uh, yeah. not to lose the balance between the uh, pure industry and the artistic industry i think there are two very obvious areas where iceland punches above its weight so to speak internationally one would be literature the other would be music is film also one of those areas, do you think, where Iceland does a lot better than might be expected for such a small country? Oh, certainly. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, in the past three years, I believe, we have had uh, films in uh, main competition in Cannes, be it certain regard or, uh, or or maybe the side programmes as well, you know? Yeah, and they travel a lot. They travel a lot. Well, that brings us then to Work in Progress, which is the part of the festival that's dedicated to illuminating some of the work that's taking place here in Iceland and films uh, and work being made by Icelandic creators. Carolina, tell me a little bit about that strand and what we can expect. I mean, Work in Progress has been a classic for the festival for the last nine years and it's basically uh, run in collaboration with the Icelandic Film Fund. Uh, It's a showcase for all of the productions that are happening at the moment that have not yet been finalised. And it gives opportunities to the filmmakers and producers to reach to the, the the press and the sales agents and distributors who join us on the festival. And also for those who are not here, we're also live streaming and recording the event. OK, so this is, a, to an extent, it's a trade fair for those it is, in the industry. But, it is but, the market trade, yes. But it, it's also, as we said, I've, I've mentioned a couple of films that caught my attention. This isn't just a trade fair, it's a festival of and a celebration of film. Anyone is welcome, anyone can come along and enjoy. Oh, yeah, it's a cinematic film. experience like yeah. created to everyone. You yeah, know, no, yeah, I think it has, like, you know, something for everybody. Yeah, well, as I say, I, I picked a couple of films that, that, that caught my attention. Y- you won't be allowed to have favourites, I guess, but is there anything, <laughs> anything about the festival that you want to draw attention to that we maybe not discussed? No, I think it's just interesting that we, uh, that we uh, are able to sort of, you know, uh, introduce 10 uh, works in progress, all Icelandic, uh, four feature films, four documentaries and two TV series. That sort of says a lot about our industry. Yeah. This makes me happy. There's a lot going on, and you can find out about it all on the website, which is at Stockfish Festival, all one word, stockfishfestival.is. 
and you'll find links to all of the films there. As I say, we're having our conversation on the 22nd of March. The 23rd, which is for us tomorrow, is when this all begins. And does this feel like the best one yet? I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we've been having like a lot of uh, positive feedbacks, not only from the industry and the filmmakers, but also from many companies and business in Iceland that have been supporting us and making this festival possible. And hopefully, you know, the best up to up to date but um we we can't really tell i mean we will need to know uh, how the audience received it in order to you know kind of make a statement mm-hmm. as such but what we've done is uh, we've like you know we're building on, on solid grounds from the past years you know but we have been trying to sort of pop it up and also uh, to uh, reach a broader audience mm. and to sort of add to the events uh, uh, at the industry days and you know, make you know possibly you know make the uh, uh, the films themselves more accessible to the general audience. And you've got a wonderful venue in Bio Paradis, which oh, of yes. course was at risk, wasn't it, for a couple of years? A yeah, Bio Paradis so. is run by the same association that runs Stockfish. Mm. So it's like all of the guilds of filmmakers in Iceland, like producers, directors, writers, actors, cinematographers, and. Dramaturgist. Uh, you must both be relieved, as many people are, that its future Absolutely, seems to be yes, secure. Yes, we can't lose Bio Paradise. No, no. We can't. it's just we the can't. jewel of the yeah. crown, in a way, you know. And I mean, it's like the same, uh, same like uh, supporters, like uh, the Icelandic Film Centre, the, the Reykjavik City, Business in Iceland, yeah, Business in Iceland, Nordic Film and TV Fund. That sort of, you know, they we all like we're all under the same umbrella. And if you've never been to Bio Paradise, I suppose this is a good place to start, isn't it? Um, Bio Paradise is just such a beautiful venue, yeah. and it also is the the home of the festival and the home of many filmmakers. You know, yeah, like yeah. everybody premieres the films there, or are always like taking part. Also, they focus on art house cinema, which is yes. really important for the community. You know, they don't really do blockbusters or like mainstream films. You know, yeah. it's all about like art house cinema. But it's also a proper cinema, and it's an old fashioned cinema in the best way, isn't it? In the yeah, best sense. yeah, yeah. And it's been, I mean, it's been going through changes. They have like a new facelift for it. It's also adapted for wheelchairs accessibility yeah, yeah. and new technology and yeah. you know, so forth. Yeah. So it's it's really the place to be. Well, I wish you both, and indeed the rest of the team as well, the very best of luck with Stockfish, which, as we say, starts, from our perspective, tomorrow, 23rd of March. And this is where all the hard work pays off, and, and you've found yourself at a very, very busy time, of course, but you'll be looking ahead to the next 10 days. Yeah, we're, I mean, we're expecting, like, 45 guests internationally, mm-hmm. so they're all coming and taking part in the industry days, and there's, like, masterclass and lectures and workshops for all of the industry, and then there is like 25 future films mm. for all of the community to come and like join this experience with us. And also we're promoting new talent with a short face competition mm. that holds like 21 films this year. That's also kind of like a, a taste for everyone. So we're like really, really looking forward to seeing all of you. Well, the best of luck, as I say, to both of you and to the rest of the team as well. It looks like a fantastic... A uh, few days ahead. Carolina Salas, Managing Director, Hrun Christiansdottir, Artistic Director of the Stockfish Film Festival. Thank you both very much indeed. Looking forward to the next 10 days very, very much. And you can find out more, as I say, on the website of the festival at stockfishfestival.is. This is the Ruve English Podcast, and you can get in touch with us anytime. English at ruv.is is the email address. You're listening to the Ruve English Podcast.
To hear more and for all the news from Iceland in English, just head to ruv.is English.